The Japanese government's decision to discharge over 1.2 million tons of radioactive wastewater from the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant has faced strong pushback from neighboring nations, including South Korea and China. While concerns remain over the uh, radioactive elements like tritium and cesium in the wastewater, the U.S. climate envoy John Kerry reaffirmed that the U.S. believes Japan's plan adheres to IAEA regulations. The remaining time until the actual discharge is only about two years, and South Korea is even considering bringing this case to the International Tribunal for the Law of the Sea. So to give us some analysis, uh, we're very pleased to have joining us Dr. Caitlin Stranel from Citizens Nuclear Information Center in Tokyo. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, doctor. Uh, Could you first briefly uh, introduce your uh, organization and uh, tell us what you do? Okay, sure. Um, CNIC, Citizens Nuclear Information Center, is a non-profit think tank that was founded 45 years ago, um, based in Tokyo. Our mission is to build a nuclear-free world with solid data and citizen strength. So we have like a a citizen science-based approach where we try to support citizens with information they need to make decisions on nuclear power instead of just leaving all those decisions to the so-called authorities. So we're involved in political, educational and legal uh, type activities, uh, making policy proposals, publishing information and conducting seminars, and of course supporting various of the nuclear-related lawsuits, of which there are quite a few happening in Japan right now. Mm. Now, from what we, uh, our perspective here in South Korea is uh, certainly that uh, this is not a pleasant uh, situation, and uh, people here in Korea are largely uh, opposed to uh, Japan's decision mm-hmm. to release this uh, radioactive wastewater. But we also understand that um, it is not necessarily something that is enjoying broad support within Japan itself. Could you tell us more about the public response there and if the Japanese government did consult with some of the local fisheries and uh, people in that region who we understand were uh, at best reluctant uh, with this plan? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, uh, the short answer is no. Basically, mm. the Japanese government have not really respected public opinion at all uh, on this decision. They forced through this decision, uh, despite, as you mentioned, very strong opposition by fishing organizations. The, for a start, the fishing organizations have fought really hard over the last 10 years to finally reach a point where they can once again pursue their livelihoods. And for them, this is going to be a serious blow because... Uh, once the, the uh, water is released, again, there will be a huge public outcry and their products will, will, will be very, very difficult to sell them. Um, of course, there's been uh, many civil society groups, including CNIC, have been expressing their outrage since the decision. There's been uh, demonstrations and signature campaigns. In fact, on October the 12th, a total of 64,431 signatures uh, of people from 88 countries around the world opposing the dumping of this contaminated water was presented to the Japanese government. So despite both very strong international and uh, domestic opposition, the, the Japanese government has forced through this decision. I'd also like to mention that we're very grateful for the support of our colleagues in South Korea, mm. who we've done joint actions with. And uh, of course, uh, you guys are very uh, right to be very angry about this decision. Being, uh, you know, our neighbouring country, it's uh, it's completely outrageous. 
Well, then the, the, the question then remains, um, we have the domestic opposition, we have the important work uh, done by groups like yourself at CNIC, and you have opposition from countries like South Korea, Taiwan, China, and then you have John Kerry and you have the United States officially basically um, giving, uh, a, it seems like a tenuous stamp of approval, uh, provided this uh, abides by IAEA regulations, or whatever they're saying. Um, is it possible that, that, that Japan does not simply, they do, they do not care about the optics of this and they are determined? to go ahead with it despite the opposition? Or do you think enough public shaming or enough international opposition would possibly change their mind, short of any legal intervention? I think that um, it'll be very difficult uh, to um, overturn this decision. Um, In fact, the previous Abe administration uh, was was of the same policy. Mm. The government policy has always been... there's, There's various options, but the government policy has always been to just dump the water. Um, the previous administration was also had this policy, but they were unable to actually announce official decision. Uh, so when uh, the present Prime Minister Suga came to power last September, uh, he said in his inaugural address that this was he was going to make an early decision on this contaminated water. Um, but again, the decision was postponed because of opposition. Uh, but and then finally, uh, the, the decision was announced last week. So I think it'll be very difficult for them to uh, back down. It would be very difficult mm. for, for opposition to force them to change this decision at this point. So then they will try to be, uh, I guess, putting the best uh, face forward with it um, and, and spin it in a way that perhaps will gain more public approval. The Japanese government says this wastewater will be ALPS treated um, therefore, it's safe to be released. For those of us who are non-technical, maybe we'll feel that that's some, somewhat a compelling argument. What exactly does that mean? Right. Uh, ELPS, uh, ALPS, stands for Advanced Liquid Processing System, which itself doesn't make much sense. Uh-huh. Basically, it's a, it's a filtering system. So it's supposed, to, it's supposed to remove radionuclides such as strontium and cesium uh, from the water, and this water has come uh, in direct contact with the melted-down nuclear fuel debris. So it's highly radioactive, and uh, once it's been through ELPS, that's supposed to remove strontium and cesium, other, other of the, um, uh, these radionuclides. Um, in fact, uh, much of the water which has already gone through the ELPS system still contains these nuclear uh, radio, radioactive particles. Uh, so... That kind of makes you doubt the system to begin with. Um, but TEPCO has said they will re-filter uh, all of the water which uh, still contains these radionuclides before they release it. However, uh, ELPS cannot filter out tritium, mm. which is like radioactive water. Uh, so it's very difficult to filter. So however good it is, there's still going to be tritium uh, contained in this, in this water. And in fact, um, the, the Americans as well and, and, and the Japanese government, indeed the entire nuclear industry, uh, functions on the opinion that tritium is not harmful to human health, uh, that it does not bioaccumulate in the bodies of living things. But there are many experts who dispute this. So this is a point really where science doesn't agree. Mm. And uh, our opinion is that, you know, if there's any doubt that uh, it could be harmful, 
then the risk shouldn't be taken shouldn't be taken and the water should continue to be stored and managed rather than just dumped then the question you mentioned how this was a policy by Abe he couldn't do it because of public opinion um Suga stepped in and said this is going to be an early decision in his tenure the timing of this is interesting why do you suppose they how they are rushing to to push this decision forward uh does it have anything to do with the olympics or is it anything to do with this just the current situation of the, of the state of the wastewater buildup mm, this is a very good question uh you know the the sensible that there's really no uh reason to to rush this through the state uh of fukushima daiichi that they have a so-called roadmap of, of post-accident operations uh, but it keeps getting postponed, um, especially regarding the removal of the melted-down fuel debris. This, this is still highly radioactive, of course, and even equipment for removing it hasn't even been developed, like it doesn't even exist. And, of course, finding a place once they have removed it to dispose of it seems like even more difficult. So there's huge problems, uh, and there's no firm conclusion even on what the end state of the Fukushima Daiichi will be. Um, but it seems inevitable that there'll be a much longer period of, of storing radioactive materials than the government plans presently admit. So obviously in this case, the sensible conclusion would to be not hastily release this water, but just keep storing it. Um, and the government hasn't taken the sensible option. And it's, it's hard to tell exactly why. As you mentioned, the Olympics is a big factor in everything these days. Uh, and also the fact that you know, as I mentioned, that there's hardly any progress really happening. So maybe they want to make mm. it seem as though progress is happening. Um, they say that there's no more space for tanks, but um, this is, is not true. And in any case, there are options other than tanks for storing uh, right. this uh, uh, contaminated water. So maybe, you know, the physical presence of so many tanks mm. is a constant reminder that this accident has not ended. And this is, of right. course, something that the government uh, doesn't want to talk about at all. Very interesting points indeed. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there. But Dr. Chanel, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we can connect again soon. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That was Dr. Caitlin Chanel from the Citizens Nuclear Information Center in Tokyo. We're moving on to the second hour after a check of traffic and weather.